Victor Brooks, and welcome back to the Victor Brooks Show Facebook Live Quarantine Series. And you know what time it is. It's 1 o'clock p.m. Pacific Coast time, left coast time, you know. And everybody that's, that's all of our Positivity Posse family that, um, that up, oh, here we go. Let me start my watch party. Uh, you know how we do it, y'all. Uh-huh, here we go. Share. And we are up. If you have your watch party, you're ready to go. Go ahead and, and share that watch party, um, because you know the, the 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 positivity posse family is growing, and you know how we say it's a blessing. You know to to have this this group of thinking um, of that. There's always something to smile about, y'all. You know, like I say, we, we're not here to try and deny what's going on in the world right now. You can't deny it. We're not here to put our heads in the sand and say that nothing's really going on or it's not that deep. It's heavy out here in these streets and in our lives, right? But there's always something that we can smile about, something that we can count a blessing about just in those 24 hours, y'all. Um, and you know me, when I wake up in the morning, as soon as my eyes pop open, that's my first thank you. You know, as soon as I'm able to process my uh, thinking, and, and that's my next thank you lesson. When I'm able to put my foot down on the ground and start walking to that, to, 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 to through that day, that's another blessing. There's always something to smile about. And that thinking and that understanding and that respect of life it's growing. It's always been here in so many of us. But the fact that we can come together, you know, once uh, once a week, uh, every Sunday, like we say, and uh, and join together as a family, y'all, of positive thinkers, uh, that you know we're, we're gonna be okay. And it's and a lot of times it's already okay. My grandmama said we're too blessed to be stressed most of the time. We just kind of forget about it sometimes, you know. And you know, I'm not a preacher. I'm a PK but not a preacher. I'm just one of millions of all of us that are here every single day to sprinkle some love and positivity back to the world as best we can. I thank uh, my co-producers, you know, my, my, my brother Christopher Brooks, my sister Julie McKnight, and the incredible Wendy Vaughn, and uh, all of you other volunteers that, that you know, y'all, we have people that are volunteering to help us with some things, and, and we thank you all. You know, there are people who have never done anything like this before. They don't know, uh, you know, they weren't raised in the industry or with the whole what have you, but, but their passion and their love for giving is here. So when they call and say, hey, can I help to do this? Can I help to do that? Hey, thank you so much for what you're doing uh, to spread this positive message as well. Y'all, we got a show today. And uh, you see me rubbing my hands, man, because I mean, we have uh, a true music icon, a true music pioneer, legend, um, who has joined our Positivity Posse along with, with so many others who, who have come and shared their time with us, you know? Um, I, I, I'm just so thankful, myself and our whole production team, we're just so thankful to our guests of the past, you know, who've been here with us. And as you know, this last week was our week of our first year completion uh, for the Victor Brooks Show. Um, but then the quarantine series uh, started right when, of course, the quarantine hit. 
And uh, we kicked it off with my big sister, Wanda Vaughn of the Emotions, Queen Wanda. Thank you so much, Wanda, when you kicked this quarantine series off, uh, to come and tell your story, the story of yourself, the story of your sisters, your journey one of the most incredible uh, vocal female groups in music history. I love you, Wanda. Love you, Jeanette. Love you, Sheila. And God rest in peace to Sis Pam. Um, I got some more shout outs I want to do. But before I do, I want to bring on the incredible Wendy Vaughn, y'all. Wendy, are you there to, to join me while I do these shout outs? And I know you got some of your own too, right? Absolutely. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. Yes. Hey, this has been a year long. Well, I've been on the journey a little less than a year with you, but I know dad was one of your, was he your second or third? Which one was he? Wayne, Wayne was my, Wayne was my third interview, period. When we were still in the studio, Wayne Vaughn, your daddy, that's right. I enjoyed that so much. You know, dad is so modest. Hey, you know, I do this. I looked at it, I was like, what? <laughs> so yeah, positivity, positive. This has been beautiful. Um, what's your positivity today, Uncle Vic? You know what? I think I kind of went into on my, my little rant just a few seconds ago, but sometimes though, that blessing feeling just jumps out. You know, mm -hmm. can't contain it. But my positivity is that I'm here. You know, mm. my positivity is that uh, this day has started. Uh, the day is in motion. I'm on here with you. I'm on here. We're about to talk with incredible Sarah Dash, you know? Yes. Um, and it's just a blessing to know that all of us are here and we're together. That's a, that's a blessing. It's a positive thing. I agree. I agree. I agree. And I'd have to say that today, um, just really have so much joy. You know, you talked about Auntie Pam, my auntie who I, I came into singing with the emotions just as a, just a stand-in until she got better and she's gone home to be with the Lord and oh. you know what that journey has been um, to know that something you were doing just to kind of keep the seat warm is now kind of a permanent thing and I'm just grateful you know it's a bittersweet thing but I know she's up there in heaven just rocking one of my last text messages from her was okay Wendy um now I want you to learn 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 these songs you know she was still telling me and I still have that so just counting all those silver linings you know because there's so many and and that's where I'm keeping my focus come on girl right on Wendy, <laughs> thank you for all you're doing girl you're, you're fantastic with, with, with this energy and this effort that we try to bring to everybody, you know? Look at these people lining up, our Positivity Posse. I know they're lining up on your side. I know, I'm over here going to my page now. <laughs> we have Judge Patty Titus. Patty, thank you, which was one of our previous guests, remember? Judge yes. Patty Titus that came on and just delivered her wisdom and energy to, to all of us. Thank you, Patty. Uh, we have her sister, Helena Titus, that, that's joining us, that does her own positive push out for the young people and her social efforts, you know? Mm -hmm. My cousin Jeff Brooks, the one that introduced me to Steely Dan and Michael Franks and all of that. I love you, Woo! Jeff. <laughs> Hi, Roy, our journalist is on. Uh, uh, <sighs> it was our previous guest, Selena. Uh, her book is still killing over there. It killed in a good way on Amazon, you know, since I lost my baby. Congratulations, Salima. We have John Wilson, another legend in his sly, slick, and wicked. My John! Ah! 
<laughs> hey! Oh my God, we had a chance to do something. I know. Oh. Ash today, you know? <laughs> Heck yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, we have the entire Emotions fan page, both of them, as well as the active group. The Emotions group is very active and extremely supportive of all the Victor Brooks Show guests. So they are in the house giving all their love and throwing stuff up. So they're excited to have another woman of soul come and come grace on, our our program here. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And you know what, while you're on, I, you know, I had to kick it off to Big Sis Wanda for kicking off the quarantine series episodes. Right. Remember, she was our first quarantine series episode. I remember. And now I want to give it up to one of our other previous queens, Sister Shirley Jones of the Jones Girls. Now, Shirley Jones has an Instagram live show that she does at three o'clock on Sundays, right? We're usually off by two. Exactly. Uh, and I get right over there. I go myself and go right to Instagram and check out Shirley's show. Uh, her son, Cam Jones, is producing this uh, Instagram show for it. It's called Wine and Chat with Shirley Jones. And she's on episode four today. But uh, keep on keeping on, Shirley. We love you. Thank you. We got your back. However, whatever. We hear positively positive. And her son, Cam Jones, uh, Wendy, as you know, he, his first single was, I don't want to say a remake, but an inclusion of uh, Who Can I Run To? Who can I run to? Two. Oh, right. like that, keeping it hip. That's right. And Cam is doing, that was his first release, a remake of that. Hip hop style. He's an incredible writer and, and hip hop artist. Oh. And now he's come back to back with Nights Over Champagne. <laughs> and he's, doing that, he's keeping that music going. He's keeping that legacy alive, you know? Mm -hmm. Much. And, and, and let me tell you, Shirley can be followed on Instagram at Shirley Jones of the Jones Girls. Mm -hmm. And then her son, Cam Jones, can be followed at I dash. Am Cam Jones. Y'all go check it out. And I got to give it up to my nephews, your cousins, Brian McKnight Jr.'s Marry Your Daughter single now, Wendy. Check this oh out. My God. It is now oh my hit 3.7 million uh, streams on Spotify with a bullet. Marry Your Daughter is the single now 3.7 million streams as of two days ago. Congrats! You, man. And you can check him at Brian McKnight Jr. on Instagram. Boy, <laughs> we are blessed. We got creation, boy. We ain't no stagnation. We are creating. That is what I'm talking about. Oh, wow. That just gave me goosebumps. Well, yeah. I was well, getting, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you again. And you know what? I can't wait. How does it feel to have Sarah Dash on this? I told you it's this, she's real and yes. regal. So yes. she could go there like, yes. And then just break it down. I love <laughs> that. I love it. So I'm excited. I'm just waiting. Right. <laughs> That's right. And you know what? Thank you again. Love and respect to Ron Richardson and the other queen and big sister Melba Moore because uh, they are the ones who introduced us to, to, the, to the queen Sarah Dash, you know? Oh. And uh, I just thank you. Ron Richardson is such a beautiful soul and of course Melba Moore with her beautiful soul just linked us up with another beautiful soul. So yes, I love that. 
keep it going. Well, I will be over here assisting in the background, but with you in your heart. <laughs> All right, thank you, girl. And you wait for my because we got us we got a surprise for the audience video style right after I give some love real quick. Right on. Thank yep, you, girl. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, you hear it and you can feel the energy, you know, in the air. Um, because we're we're excited. We're excited anytime we can come on here and just sprinkle that positivity on as many as we can, right? But you heard us mention. You've seen the promos of our guest today, the lovely and talented, incredible pioneer of music, Miss Sarah Dash, is with us today. Um, just a, a, a tidbit of extras. There's no way, as you see the artists that we've had, this is going to be no different. There's no way to condense, <laughs> okay, the accomplishments, the journey um, uh, of this pioneer, Sarah Dash, in our time of episode today. No way to do that. But, you know, for the best we can, we love to just get into those conversations and, and hear their heart, hear their journey of what they would love to speak about. And, uh, and we're no doubt going to follow that today with the Sarah Dash journey, story, wisdom, love, right? And we want to mention also that Sarah Dash is the music ambassador for Trenton, New Jersey, her hometown. You dig? And I see Trenton's in the house today. I see him lining up, you know? Trenton, New Jersey. Sarah Dash, music ambassador for Trenton, New Jersey. Also a top lady of distinction. As many of you know, this is a very respected uh, female organization, I believe, was uh, started by Lady Bird Johnson. Um, but uh, it's, uh, it's an incredible um, uh, movement and collective of powerful uh, uh, women within our society who also give back in their way. Um, to, to our communities. Much respect, Ms. Sarah. Ms. Sarah is also a Grammy board member, governor of eight years, okay? Um, also um, a Grammy board member, also the New Jersey Capital Philharmonic trustee for the Philharmonic Orchestra uh, for New Jersey uh, there, Philharmonic Orchestra. She also has a passion for young artists um, that you know we share here at the, here at the Positivity Posse. Uh, for the development and the further uh, um, coaching support of our young artists and our young people. Y'all, you know, Sarah Dash's message, when we get into this, uh, you'll be able to, it's inspiring. It's, uh, it's a message, it's a journey of one that uh, she, she has a song, I'm Still Here, and we're going to talk about that one too, y'all. That the words in this song, I, I have a favorite part of the song that, uh, that I'm going to discuss with, uh, with Sister Sarah today. But take a look at this in the next section that you hear after this video clip. We're going to welcome the one and only Sarah Dash. When you have that for us. I was called to sing. Singing is my gift from God. She is a woman steeped in music who has lived through ever-changing trends and times and remains as vital and as vibrant as ever. She's performed with some of the greatest names in pop, rock, and R&B. She's appeared on TV shows with hundreds of renowned recording artists. A sole survivor. She is Sarah Dash. The 
The Sarah Dash story begins in Trenton, New Jersey. By the age of seven, music was already an integral part of her life. Sarah invited her friend Nona Hendrix to join the newly formed Del Capri's. Her early repertoire included Please Mr. Postman, In the Still of the Night, and Why Do Fools Fall in Love? Sarah and Nona teamed up with Patricia Holty and Cynthia Birdsong as Patti LaBelle and the Bluebells with hits like I Sold My Heart to the Junk Man and versions of classic tunes like Danny Boy and You'll Never Walk Alone. The group became instant favorites with audiences at venues like the Apollo, the Regal in Chicago, and the Uptown in Philadelphia. Working with executive Jerry Wexler, the group went to Atlantic in 1964. Their first LP yielded the unforgettable show-stopping version of Over the Rainbow. A second Atlantic LP, Dreamer, yielded some chart success for the quartet. Cindy Birdsong soon left the group to become one of the Supremes. It was obvious the group was ready for a change. In 1970, British television producer Vicky Wickham saw LaBelle perform in New York City and had a vision for a brand new image for the group. From 1971 until 1977, Sarah, Nona, and Patty created a niche for themselves as LaBelle, complete with silver spacesuits, feathers, gold and silver costumes. They developed a diverse following in including gay, straight, black, Latin, and white constituents. 1974's Nightbirds yielded the number one billboard hit, Lady Marmalade. LaBelle's career took off. After two more albums, the trio decided to go their separate ways. And in 1977, her self-titled debut LP gave Sarah her first disco hit with the club favorite Sinner Man, which achieved top 10 status on the dance music charts in 1978. In 1988, Sarah was invited by Keith Richards to sing, record, and tour with the expensive wino. Sarah performed on Keith Richards' album and on the platinum-selling Rolling Stones album Steel Wheels. In the early 90s, Sarah developed her own one-woman show, Dash of Diva. In 1995, she reunited with Patti LaBelle and Nona Hendrix to record the track Turn It Out. An accident after a gig with Stevie Wonder temporarily halted Sarah's career. It took almost five years for her to fully recover. During that time, she continued to speak at juvenile homes and at churches, encouraging and empowering youth. She also started singing gospel music and has restored her original childhood home in Trenton. In 2007, Sarah appeared at the famed Teatro Zanzani in San Francisco, playing the role of Duchess of Del Capri, exposing Sarah to a whole new world, the circus. In 2012, Sarah presented a new stage show entitled Sarah Dash, One Woman. In 2013, Sarah sang at the 100th anniversary tribute to Robert Johnson at the Apollo Theater. Offstage, Sarah continues to work tirelessly for women's groups, organizations dedicated to assisting homeless mothers, doing motivational speaking, and supporting other music programs in New Jersey and beyond. In addition, she is a governor of the Philadelphia chapter of the Recording Academy and a voting member of the Grammy Awards. In 2013, Sarah was a founding member of the new Greater Trenton Symphony Orchestra, which premiered on New Year's Eve 2013. Sarah is a blessing to both our community and the world of music, and our lives are more vibrant because of her. Ladies and gentlemen, with no further ado, I'd like to welcome 
the legend herself, Miss Sarah Dash, to the Victor Book Show. Miss Sarah, are you there with us? I am. Um, got my video. I'm here. Okay, are we coming on? Come on. Okay. <laughs> now look at that, ladies and gentlemen. That screen just went pow. Come on, Miss Sarah. Thank you so much for being. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, it's so wonderful to be a part of your show, Victor. It's oh, wonderful. It's an honor. Our positivity, positivity, and Miss Sarah, it's growing. This positive message is growing around the world, and uh, it's nothing share of a blessing that we can just pull away. You know, cut the TV off for a while, and and just come and smile and laugh and and feel the energy with the people that we bring on. That's all. That's all we're trying to do. That's it. It's a wonderful thing because we're in a time where there is so much. Uh, uncertainty. And so um, having uh, a show like yours really does put uh, a place in the minds of the people to really not lose hope and remain faithful. Yes, that's all. You know, Miss Sarah, I know yes. that's the thing with Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you well. There is a glitch, and I don't, you know, we've had this before with that's this whole new thing. I don't know where it's coming from. Oh, God. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 in, it's just out there. You know, it's happened before. But yes, yes. I want to read this, Miss Sarah. Yes. Lyric, this is my favorite lyric from your song, I'm Still Here. Mm -hmm. Been through so much in my life, every day a different fight. Been down the road of broken dreams, and they told me I was weak. Somehow I got back on my feet by overcoming fears. I survived through the worst of times, but take a look at me now because I'm still here. My goodness, that in itself is a testament of positivity and your energy. Where did that come from? What is that? Well, I had been in an accident. Okay. Um, I had, um, I couldn't walk without apparatus for four years. Um, I was on steroids. I went from a size six to like a size 14. Mm -hmm. um, I couldn't walk without the canes. I never knew when I was going to collapse. My knee was so badly damaged from this accident. And I had, I had enough nerve to start going around to events and seeing people with the cane. And some folks laughed at me. Really? Yeah. And of course, you know, the people that I thought, you know, there's the saying, you know, when you're up, you have a lot of friends. Oh, when you're down, you know who your friends are. Yes, so it's uh, people that I knew. Um, they were like, they thought it was some kind of joke. Oh, you know. And uh, because we're in this business call show, at that point in time, I had a weakness in me that did not say, you know, your spirit and your life is God's meaning to him. You know, doesn't matter what you're looking like. And so I, I hadn't reached that point yet. Um, I started, um, I had to have the surgery. Mm -hmm. uh, at that point, I had... Uh, Got, I was in the middle of a divorce. 
Um, and, um, you know, there were air shots of, oh, you're done, you're weak, you'll never get, you know. And um, in the middle of all of that, mm -hmm. the young man that who co-produced my spiritual CD called The Seventh Child, mm -hmm. um, I walked into the studio with the cane one day and I said, you know, I'm still here. And he said, you know, let's do this. Right on. Right on. And there were other, another young lady who was a poet. She had started that title. And from there, you know, it's like, you know, they told me I was weak. They told me so many things, you know. Hmm. You know, hmm. but somehow with the prayer and supplication and, and, and uh, fasting, meditation, you know, I, I had to empower myself because mm -hmm. I'm still here. That means there's still some things to be yes. done. Right. You know, right. Some things that I need to get over, some yes. things I need to come through. Yes. You know, because they told me, God didn't tell me. Come on. They now. told me I was weak. <laughs> right on, Miss Sarah Dan. And That's that was the difference. Now. You yes. know, I mean, if you look at the image of LaBelle and yeah. The, yeah. the years of, you know, the costumes yeah. and the whole right. thing, right. you know, you have a message inside of you, whether you have, you know, clothes or no clothes, you know, somebody's going to see that inner spirit in you. But it begins with you. Mm -hmm. It always begins with you. You know, uh, you know, there's that saying, you know, when her feet touches the floor in the morning, the devil goes, oh, Lord, he hey, even has to call on him, okay? <laughs> she hey, doesn't you, belong hey, to you. You, you heard know? my blessing in the morning when Wendy asked me, I said, as soon as my feet hit the floor in the morning, yes. that's when I So it that? came, that song, yes, and that song came from that mm -hmm. point in my life. Mm -hmm. And um, many things happened around it. Mm -hmm. um, I was, you know... I was blessed with some really good friends and a strong family unit. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, great nieces and nephews and, yes. you know, wonderful sisters. Yes. Um, and the fact that my father was a pastor, Pentecostal pastor. You know, I didn't know, I didn't stray too far before where I knew I had to go to get my strength, you okay. know. Okay. Um, and I had to know that because I saw his successful life by loving the Lord and doing what God told him to do. So I had a strong example in both my parents to know that this is the way. Come on now. And I often tell people during my performances, mm -hmm. I don't know who or what you call your God, but you go <laughs> to that place. That's right. Always go there. Right. As long as it's not teaching you to hurt or harm anyone. And some people may be hurt or harmed because you won't do the things that they want you to do. Be all because of your inability, uh, ability to yeah. trust your higher power. There you go. You know? And, and you, know what the, else, you know what else I've heard you say as well that follows right along with that mm -hmm. is I've heard you say, thank God for music. And yeah. the fact of us, if you breaking it down, of the, the, the backstory behind the, this power, y'all, you have to hear this song, I'm Still Here, where I just pulled this lyric from that Miss Dash is going through right now of, of what prompted that writing of that, of that song. 
your whole thing that you just gave to us right now, your whole explanation, your whole heartfelt of what it was is about, was thank God for music because you put it in song, okay? And, and that's, and I know it, sometimes it's like, oh my God, I wish we had time to fit all of the story. Of, yeah, because <laughs> it's people we read, you know? Because, yes, because and, each section of that song represents a part of my life. Somehow I made it through the night. I prayed that everything would be all right. Come on. Now their impression of me, they said I would never be free. But I held on and I never gave up the fight. That's right. We can't no. give up the fight. Yeah. Like you said, we're going to take some punches. We're going to take some jabs. We're going to lose some in this fight. Yes. We can't give up the fight. I remember because I'm a PK as well. And yes. I know, I remember one of my dad's sermons was always, he would always talk about the storm, that we're all in a storm, but some of us are on a tugboat, some of us are on a yacht, some of us are on a whatever kind of boat, and some of us are just swimming. You dig? So it's yeah, like- Yeah, but the storm is passing over. Passing over, that's it. Yes, it's passing <laughs> over. You know, <laughs> just hold your lifeline, it's holding on to your faith. Just I'm hold on to that faith. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yes. And faith is heavy. Faith is an important thing for you as well. That whole positiveness of faith itself. Yes, it works. Yeah. It works. I tell people, put your faith shoes on. Keep Come them on. on. In yeah. fact, get a whole wardrobe. Keep it clean. You know, put your faith yeah. clothes on. Yeah. You know, carry it. You yeah. know, you walk with it. Um, and, 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 you know, I've had people say, Oh, you're into God now. I said, God now? Why do you have why am I here? God now, tell me when I wasn't. And then we can talk about this. But maybe you need to get into God. You know, or find a God that you can get in that will be it, that will give you the kind of strength and hope that I've been taught to have. You know. Believe in something. That's right. Yes, believe in something. That's yes. Right. Well, let's go back to the foundation of this belief we're talking about. Let's, we talk, yeah. You mentioned your family, uh, your love for Trenton, New Jersey, you know, the whole thing. Let's, let's go all the way back, your childhood days of Trenton, New Jersey, your family, yeah. uh, growing up PK. Tell me about life in Trenton growing up then. Well, growing up as a PK, you're always under the magnifying glass. You know, um, you don't uh, get away with things because mm -hmm. somebody invariably someone knows your elder Abraham Dash's child <laughs> or your your mother Dash's daughter, you know. Right. Um, do you, um, it, it was a very interesting time, mm -hmm. um, you know, being in a family of thirteen children. Mm -hmm. I'm number seven. Okay. Um, at one point, I was the oldest child in the house, um, and. We, my father would get us up. We would have six o'clock prayer every morning. That's how he raised us. Mm -hmm. And I guess it got to be our, it got to a place when mom said, I've got to get all these toothbrushes and wash and bathrobes, everybody down the steps and back upstairs to get ready. And, right, right. you know, I, I, and I'm sure she and my father had a discussion about uh, that but it was the best training in okay. terms of keeping a schedule mm -hmm. being 
faithful, being relentless to a belief. You know, you get up in the morning, you read your Bible. You're not necessarily down on your knees at six o'clock, but your 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 faith, your your training goes with you. you so we grew up that way. We, uh, my father, always fed other people's children aside from his own. Yeah. Um, we were Sunday school, young people's meeting, mm-hmm. daily service. I, as I told you, we go to church <laughs> on Sunday and come home Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> like, I, I totally understand. I got you. <laughs> you know, but, you know, if we had, I, I studied uh, music in school. I had my first music um, person in junior high was Mr. Cooper. He had me in a choir. And he knew that I could sing because my brother before me could sing. Okay. Um, I studied violin with um, Mr. Thomas Grice in junior high and took that on to high school with me. Um, and at that point, I decided to start singing with my local group, the Dalka Freeze. Okay. But um, it was, everything was always centered around church. There was mm-hmm. always church. There nice. was you know, our, we had our youth choir, Miss mm-hmm. um, uh, Pearl Roach. She was our first um, music director for the youth choir. And, you know, we were always going to other churches to sing. And yeah. we would go to Philadelphia mm-hmm. or New York, you know, Paul and Dad's car. Mm-hmm. And um, we'd go to conventions. My dad had a way. If once we were in New York going to the convention and he took Paulus in the car. I don't know how many cars there were, but he had, he parked on this particular street. This is the one thing I remember that stuck with me. And every day had a group of guys watching the cars. And he, the night before the last uh, event, I think the event was closing on Saturday. So he paid them on Friday. He said, because, I'm going to be leaving, you know, Saturday. So they said, oh, you don't have to pay us now, Rev. He said, no, I'm going to pay you now. Yeah. And, but that Saturday, Dad parked in a whole different area. And I yeah. said, well, you already paid them. He said, no, people can do things. They can plan things on you. I know that we wouldn't be safe there Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I decided to take the cars and park yeah. the place yeah. out. Right. I got you. I got you. you. Know, um, so he sensed of something there because he felt we were going to get robbed. Something was going to be wrong with the car. They were going to do yeah. something to it. Mm-hmm. And I, you had that feeling. You had that, he was, was a thinker. That's he it. was a thinker. And this kind of gives a, a, a testament to what we were talking about. You mentioned the influences that growing yes. up, musical influences. Um, I believe you mentioned Mr. Cooper in junior high school. And yes. then at Trenton High School, you were part of the orchestra. Yeah, and because you learned the violin, correct? Yes, and but the, this is see, and we were growing up during a time where there was even um, when they put the yearbook together. Okay, I was the only black girl in black child period. Okay, in the orchestra, they never put my name in there. Really, and they never put it in there. Wow. I discovered that. Um, I was, I created a program with two professors at the College of New Jersey called Trenton Makes Music. It's a historical, 
it's a history course on the musicians and music that took place in Trenton. Trenton was the B market for a lot of major artists. They would play New York, come to Trenton, and then go to Philadelphia. So we call Trenton the B market. Okay. okay. New York, Philadelphia, A market. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, I did a seminar at the college, mm -hmm. and the two professors who were in charge of the music and arts department, they were the chairs. They talked to me, and we decided to create a course mm -hmm. for the college. And we were doing our research, and they said, we can't find your name in any of the school, you know, the uh, yearbooks. Oh, and uh, so we decided to take the yearbooks Mm -hmm. And the years, because I said, maybe I got the years wrong. Yeah. And there I am with no name, with the orchestra. This, every, right. All the girls had to wear white collar, Peter yeah. Pan collar shirts yeah. with our violin. Yeah. And there I am, mm -hmm. everyone's name, but not mine. They left it out. Oh, Sarah, look at this. Oh, yeah. And you talk about a dose of, of uh, you should see the comments coming up here. Some people are saying, literally, I know what you're talking about, ma'am. Then you got the others are doing this here and clapping. And because it's, it's a testament to uh, the realities, so to speak. You yes. know, the generational realities that we've grown up in and, and under. Yes. Even in that, you pushed forward with your development of artistry and music to the point now that you started to, to, to develop uh, music groups, right? I mean, singing groups. Was this in high school or after high school? In high school, we had a group called the Del Capri's. Del Capri. Nana and I were in the group okay. with three other people. I met Nona in church at a church. The okay. alto singer in our group had left. And my church choir was going to her church okay. to sing and fellowship with them on for the young people's program. And I said, I heard Nona sing. She said, that's the only time she ever led a song and sang lead in her life and never again asked to do it. But I needed an alto voice okay. in our group. And I asked her in school, um, she was in the higher grade than me, but she, uh, I said, would you join our group? She says to this day, she was supposed to be a school teacher, but because I asked her to sing. Okay. She, okay. And then Patty and, and Cindy were in the group in Philadelphia called the okay. Del Capri's. The, okay. the, the gelling point is that we had the same manager. Oh. So when people left from Patty's group and they left from my group, the manager put us together. And that's why you have Nona and Sarah from Trenton and Patty and Cindy from Philadelphia. Uh, and he joined us together. Look and um, they were the Ordets, as I said, and we were the Del Capri's. And we came together, we were the Bluebells at first, but there was another group in the union called the Bluebells. So we had to change our name and the record uh, owner um, gave Patty, Patty LaBelle, and the Bluebells. And that's how it became Patty LaBelle and the Bluebells. <laughs> that's an incredible that's story. How, the, the, yes. the two camps came together, you know, and then as they say, the rest is history. The rest people, is history. Some people but, are saying- But Trenton was a good town. Oh, it was yeah. a good town. It was a good oh, town. Yeah. Because now doop music was very heavy. 
doo-wop, yes. the sound of doo Now, the Dells and the Capris, was there a correlation between naming the group Dell or Capris? Well, we loved the Dells and we loved the Capris. Uh, so we called ourselves the Dell Capris. Okay, that's And to this day, I'm still friendly with some of the Dells. Oh my goodness, another yes. ma more masters at their craft, you know, the Dells. Uh, yeah, <laughs> when we met them, we were just so excited. Oh, yes. now you know what, with that now, we've, you've taken us, and thank you so much for that, because now we're, we, it's almost like you were looking at my notes, because that's exactly oh. where I was going next, and that's perfect, <laughs> because as we met, we're here, you know? Um, with now that group coming together, uh, now you're, were you out of high school at that time? Were you, well, you we, we went on the road with the tutor for a while. Okay. We came out of because it was no way we could go to school. In fact, the day that we were going to be on the American Bandstand, some people may not remember that or know what it was, Dick, Dick Clark's American Bandstand. Mm -hmm. um, the school knew that we were going to be on the bandstand singing, I Sold My Heart to the Junk Man. Well, we got there that day. They canceled us, but little did we know that half the school cut class. Trenton <laughs> High, half of Trenton wasn't there. Teachers, so we came back and Including we were, John and I came back on a Tuesday. We said, they're going to have us on on Thursday. And the teachers were coming to us, who are you? What are you doing? So instead of having the whole entire school cut class again, right. they mm -hmm. gave them the half day off. Look they gave the that. whole Trenton High School on, a half day off Come so that on. they could get home in time to see Bandstand. Oh because kids, goodness. yes, yes. <laughs> and, and let me say this too, because my father was a Pentecostal pastor, mm -hmm. it was not something that he readily accepted. It was very hard mm -hmm. um, for me um, because he just wasn't having it. And mm -hmm. you know the um, doctrine in that time Mm -hmm. uh, women didn't cut their hair. I came home from, the, I went to Philadelphia that Wednesday. They said we were going to be on bandstand Thursday. I chopped off all of my hair. Wow. wow. And I came in after we finished Thursday and they wow. put all this makeup on us. My father said, I don't know this child. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> my mother said, okay. my mother okay. said, She's going to sing. And my okay, older so sister. Okay, okay. Yeah, my mother was like, no. Yeah. And my mom yeah. would come to the Apollo. She would come mm -hmm. with the Nona's mother. All the mothers would come, you know. My father did not lay eyes on us on the stage until we played the Metropolitan Opera. Metropol I swear him, you must took him about know. 10 years that's to come a, see. Because I want to know, know about that Metropolitan performance and 10 years now yes your dad I have was, a picture on my this? piano I wish I, I had pulled I wish I had pulled it over there and he came to the Metropolitan Opera House went okay. to the after party what go ahead and it, and I found a picture of one of our uh publicists by the name of Susan Blonde she sent me this picture and said who are these people standing yeah. next to you at the party I didn't see them. I saw my mom's head in back of me and my dad's. They're like sitting on my shoulder, um, a picture of them. And I have it on my piano here. Um, that was so wild. Amazing. And I needed to see that. 
Because exactly. I was going through a down period. Exactly. And I, she sent this picture. I said, she, she texted it to me. I said, can you make a hard copy? To know that my parents are gone, but they're still sitting on my shoulder. Yeah. All the teachings, all the struggles. Yes. You know, you know yes. being a black family coming through yes. the 60s and the civil rights movement. You know, we, yeah. we, we've come through a lot. Um, I'm a woman of platinum, of diamond years, okay? Okay. And I look back sometimes and I said, I'm still here. I have a good measure of health. Yes, yes. And it's, you know, and I decided to come back to Trenton. Yeah. uh, Because I've traveled everywhere. I've been everywhere. Everywhere, that's right. And, you know, to come back and to be a part of the family heirloom and to you know, keep things in the pattern that my parents would, you know, to give back to the city. You know, I'm also the music director for Sprout U, which is my niece, Danielle Miller. She has, she started the school and she said the reason why she started this school was because I used to take her on the road with me. Wow. And I took her to the studio and she, and she tells everyone, my aunt encouraged this part. The school is doing well. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a private school. Mm-hmm. It's in the city of Trenton, and it's called Sprout U. Sprout and the children U. are amazing. Um, my involvement, I got them when I was inaugurated as the ambassador. They sang with me uh, for the first time at City Hall. We sang Oh Happy Day. And it was it was a happy day. Um, Mayor Jackson at the time, he did, he's the one who put me in the position. And my current mayor now, Rui Gassiaro, came in a few months later because Jackson decided he wasn't going to run and Reed ran and he asked me to continue to be the ambassador. Come because on. of the pandemic, there's a lot of things I cannot do. Um, because underlying conditions and my age and my doctor staying on top of me because I would sneak out of the house if they Uh-oh. weren't. Uh-oh. No, <laughs> but there's so many things that I am doing in terms of Zoom meetings now and mm-hmm. as I'm doing now, the virtual um, interview that I'm doing with you. Yes, and, yes. Uh, and, and all of this positivity, pos- and you know what I have to say, too? And now um, this, this is something that I'm going to drop on you that we did oh, not discuss, yeah. uh, because I kind of hid it from everyone. Okay. Um, I became a chaplain. Congratulations. Please yes. break that down. For two years now. Okay. Um, I just started, I, I send out prayers to everyone. Okay. Uh, uh, affirmations. Mm-hmm. Um, daily I send out prayers and I said well I need to do more study study of the word mm-hmm. and I got involved with this um, study group with this pastor mm-hmm. and um, he was saying you know I would ask him questions we would have to study and I didn't really tell anyone what I was doing mm-hmm. and he said you know let's let's see if we can get you you need to be certified because you, they would ask me to say the prayer from mm-hmm. time to time at the start of the, of the uh, phone call for the, cause it wasn't mm-hmm. virtual then it was all on phone. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, you pray, you, you, there's an anointing on you. I know you don't 
think about preaching, but you really should be chaplain because mm -hmm. there's something that God has given you and mm -hmm. I want you to use it. Yeah. One of the senior pastors told me. And yeah. the certificate came and my sister, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. my sister, yeah. I was in a cast, which I didn't tell yeah. anyone about for about three months. And my sister was, and, and everybody in the family had to come and take care of me. So one day she got the mail and I totally forgot the certificates were coming. She said, this is wet. And she opened it up, my sister Diane, she's my Deanna. She's my ride or die, right? She said, you're, this says you're a chaplain. I said, yeah, I know. She said, what? She said, you're a chaplain. Well, I got to air this out. This can't be, <laughs> you know? It's, 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 um, that's, that's the other jewel that God has given me. And I try to incorporate it with the music. Um, mm -hmm. I'm writing again. I was always a songwriter, but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm writing again during mm -hmm. this time. Um, the, the only thing I can get to is my artwork. All my easels are in my classroom. So I have to figure out. You know, mm -hmm. I can't put them here. The house is full. <laughs> oh, I got you. I but, got you. But, um, is that some of your work behind you there, too? Uh, what's behind me? Uh, that portrait, or are you looking at the portrait? Yes, the portrait. Um, that portrait was done by a New York, yeah, done by a New York artist. I didn't do that. I no. got you. Well, you know what? It's just I, testament to we, Miss Sarah. If your time allow, we I want to do because we could do a whole show almost on just. I mean, I, I, many of our positivity posse may even know the the movements that you've been making on behalf of other artists within the industry. I remember the the uh, the act that you were working with Congress and a lot of us artists as far as getting getting our money, getting the best yes. money that we can get. The Modernization you, Act was one going. that I would really worked hard on. It was really. You're and I'm the advocate. I'm the New Jersey captain. Yeah. for the advocacy group for the Grammys. And we go and we visit in our district, we go and visit our um, our leaders. You know, Bonnie Watson Coleman is my uh, district person representative, Bonnie. And then I work with Shirley Turner, rep state representative Shirley Turner and Bernina Reynolds Jackson. You know, I try to embrace all these people because they all love music and they all want to see artists doing okay yes. and i appreciate their mm -hmm. uh willingness to sign those bills um we still have one that is coming through uh, i don't have all the details so i can't really express no. you know what i know about it but you know artists like myself who've been around yeah. since the 70s uh since the 60s wasn't getting any royalties past our 72 years, you know, the 1972. So the mm -hmm. Moderation, Modernization Act freed up all those royalties and made record companies do what they were supposed to do, yes. you know? And there's always a struggle regarding royalties, where you get your payments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, mm -hmm. you know, we are all members of SAG-AFTRA, um, mm -hmm. being a member of the Grammys. Mm -hmm. um there's dues that we have to pay so yeah. they we really need to get the things that belong to us in terms of contractual uh, obligations from record labels uh, the, the habit of not being having to do it is one thing 
Yeah. That, you know, they probably became accustomed to. But you. being a black artist in the music industry, mm-hmm. you know, they may give white artists five hundred thousand dollars and give us two hundred thousand. So yeah. you know, these things are being—they have to come to a, a fine end. I'm saying the fine end because it's, you can't blame the white artists, you can't blame us, but it's the knowledge that we have yeah, to acquire yeah, to yeah, know yeah. our worth. Come to on, now. know our worth. Yeah. That's you right. Know. I remember growing up yes. where little Richard was, he was kind of a blessing. He was like an uncle to my brother and sister and I. And I remember him saying that exactly, that y'all, yes. this is the music business, you know? This is, uh, this, yes. is, this is it's the business of music or what have you. So at a young age, he was always in our ear to learn, to, 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 to find this out. Yes. To yourself, to, you know, so thank you on behalf of the rest of the artists for what you have done and pioneering that movement. But, but you know what? Your, 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 your soulfulness of, of I'm going to use the word revolution, was has has been there in a lot of ways and i'm going to go yes. back to something's in the air the single something's in the air slash the revolution will not will be not. televised yes now when that song came out and i know so many of our positivity posse who can agree with me mm-hmm. that song hit us on so many different beautiful ways yeah you did and and if i remember you and nona did a section in that song right i mean was well there a- it was all three of us we rapped we and and we what would thank you wanting to do that song. What, well, what you know, that? we had come out of the era of the civil rights was still on the fringes or the you know the residue of civil rights uh, movement. Uh, we uh, had the pleasure of meeting Angela Davis, mm-hmm. uh, Nikki Giovanni, um, and uh, we ourselves were evolving from becoming the three look-alike girls to having an individual style within a unit that worked. Mm-hmm. And um, we were looking at the issues of the land that was still going on. It seems like we're right back where we were at that time okay. with what we're experiencing now. And we, you know, did this song, you know, there's, ooh, there's something in the air. We've got to get it together you know, right now. And then we went into Gil Scott Harris, the revolution will not be televised. You know, Hooterville and Petticoat Junction will not be so goddamn relevant. You know, you will not see, you know, the revolution going down the street in a green, red and black jumpsuit, you know, and and they won't be blowing bubbles in the air and there'll be no people in your toilet because the revolution will not be televised. Now, bringing that to a place in the mind. Come on now. It will not be televised because it's starting here. Unless you have a TV in my mind, it will not be, it has to start here in the mind, you know? And then you take it to the streets because that's where your strength comes from. You got to really know that what's happening in your head is a revolution. And now we're going to let the people know we have awareness and we're going to take it to the streets. Mm. You know, that's why it won't be televised. You see the march in the street, but the revolution is here. Come it's on. all in your head, in your mind. You know, you can be free in your mind and walk outside and someone can tell you you're not. 
But because you know in your mind you're free, you walk that path. You know, you might get knocked down, but the revolution is here. It's right here. Come on now, let's. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. When you <laughs> that that hit us to the core to hear it straight from you, Miss Sarah, and and uh, they know my positivity posse knows. Hey, I I may be a big guy, but if it hits me, I'm I'm gonna shed a tear of of happiness, a tear of something, and you that soulfulness of that breakdown and and the comments that you will see back when you have a chance. Everyone is in unison of the fact of that belief, that faith, that positivity, yes. that fight, you know, yes. that starts here. And to hear yes. your story, Miss Sarah, all the way from your the childhood, um, the racism that you found in certain times in high school, and then you're your, your, your moving forward out of the box in your life to make uh, uh, the next uh, inclusion of your artistic thing through your music, advancing into and that. And it really, it, 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 yeah, having, I'm sorry to cut you off because no, there's some things I'd like to say to people. Because of that, I was able to work with Keith Richards and the Expensive Winos. By the way, we have our new box set coming out of Live at the Palladium. Yeah. Uh, Keith Richards and the Expensive Winos. Um, I'm the only female in that in that group. And uh, Keith Richards is from the Rolling Stones. Sometimes when you say Keith, they think you're talking about Keith Sweat. But Keith Richards is from the Rolling Stones. And I was able to be a part of that journey with him. Mm -hmm. That was his solo project. Um, Steve Jordan co-produced Wadi on guitar, Wadi Watek, Ivan Neville, which is Aaron Neville's son. You mm -hmm. know, uh, we had uh, Bobby Keys on saxophone. And, uh, you know, we, we, we all came together with Keith. And we made this happen. It was a diverse group. And we traveled as one. We did like, I think, three world tours. Come um, on. Keith, we went to South America with Keith. He was the first Rolling Stone to play South America. And this wow. week is the 25th anniversary of that performance. Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. And so the box set is it's right here. I wish I could pull it up, but okay. it's so heavy. But it's like, it's out this week. And it's, I, you know, the LA Times has picked it up all these wonderful um, journalists are writing about our work and to see my name with a powerhouse like that. He's an yeah. awesome guitarist and That's a wonderful right. man. Yeah. And to see the work that, because I had no limitation there on you who go. I would work with because it was music. Yes. It was, yeah. music. It was music. And it was, it was an opportunity to go into a different genre. Mm -hmm. Rock genre. Mm -hmm. That's you right. Know. And I'm glad you brought that up because when we talk about, I mean, of course, the 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 anthem, the soundtrack, part of the soundtrack of our lives, Lady Marmalade. When you were going into the whole uh, story of something's in the air, you said, you know, you went abroad, you came back, and there was something different that uh, that LaBelle wanted to express. Okay, whether it's through music. Yeah. You definitely would turn said is not just in music, but in fashion as well, in the look, in the in the feel of your whole presentation. So when we're talking about the 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 
the time that you all pretty much came from London with the funk. <laughs> you came back to the U.S. <laughs> well, they thought we were nuts because now we're not we're wearing nuts. the same who did? gowns. The U.S. thought you were nuts? The record who? companies thought we were crazy. It took really? us, we had, we actually had three, let's see, I'm not going to say the names. I'm saving my head. Okay. And then finally, <laughs> Epic Records saw it. They okay. They saw it. You know, you know, wearing pants, even as Patty LaBelle and the Bluebells, our first outfits were bell bottoms. You know, we played the Apollo. They thought we were nuts. Right. You know, but we innovated the whole structure, not only for black female groups, but for mm -hmm. the industry. No one will say it, but I'm going to say it because I saw that once we took off the same gowns and shoes and same wigs and what have you yeah. you know um they were talking about us right. we were singing differently we weren't singing like the lead singer in the woo girls we were singing out yeah. we became individualized within our structure as i said that's right and when we started and larry legaspi came and started dressing us he looked at all of our personalities and we went from there to the space age look. And from there, the flamboyancy of the feathers and the, and then I had the silver bra, which was molded from my body to fit. And, you know, um, we were wearing sterling silver and feathers and, and that, that was the Metropolitan Opera. That's where it evolved with all of the costumes. Okay. major we started patty flew in people's stage production began to change because of what we had done i saw it with my own yes. eyes yes yes you know now yes. you got big flying through the madison square garden <laughs> elton john with big feathers on his glasses you didn't see any of that until labelle did come on you know, we lived in London for a year. We went there as Patty LaBelle and the Bluebells, came back as LaBelle. It is. You know, yeah. innovators, you know. Um, yeah. it, we had a lot going on being in New York because, you know, I lived around the corner from Miles Davis. There was, mm -hmm. you know, Sun Ra down in the village. You know, there, you know, so many people, Harry Belafonte down the street. It, it, you know, it was a, it was a renaissance going on. Yeah. You know, that's right. And right. what we did with our music, we welcomed all people. Come there on. were gays and straights, Everybody. black and white. Mm -hmm. We did that. Right. You know, pe the, your people would come up to us and say, "I always thought that gay people would be poisonous to my system." But we went out after your concert and we danced all night. Me and my wife, we went with these gay guys, oh. you know. And right yeah. now, you know, there's a struggle of diversity happening mm -hmm. in our country that should not be. Should not be. Mr. It should not be. We're yeah. all, we all bleed. We got to get up in the morning, go to the bathroom, brush our teeth, take a bath if you're not funky, you That's know. Right. That's right. You know, these are the things that we do as human beings. Yeah. You know, we need to look at the history of Black people mm -hmm. and what they have done. Mm -hmm. We're walking in shoes because of a Black man. We mm -hmm. have refrigerated trucks 
that can transport food because of a black man. We're ironing our clothes on an ironing board because of a black man. They went to the moon because of three black women. Yeah, yeah. You know, we need yeah. to be proud as a people. And there are people of other um, persuasions mm -hmm. who are recognizing the fact that this is wrong. Yeah. You know, we need to embrace each other. We all have a contribution to life. That's right. You know? That's right. So a I just need my camera a little bit. To life. Positivity, positive. Did y'all hear that? We all have a contribution to life, not just our own life. Not to our life can be contributed to everybody's yes. life, you know, yes. and that, like, that, that message, um, and the way you broke that down, too, the whole thing of fashion, we wholehearted, you have a major million camp that believes the same thing that you just said, that once, once you guys hit your fashion thing, you ladies took it to a whole, you took entertainment, stage delivery, stage presence to a whole nother level. Yeah. And like you said, it became, you know, I guess they say, what, uh, what is the best form of flattery? Uh, it blew, it Imitation is the best form of flattery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's lasted even till this, even till today. So if we're talking, when we, when we mention that, when, right after, when you decided or there the decision to each go individual ways mm -hmm. uh, and, 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 and doing their art, your own artisticness or what have you, you know? Yeah. What was your Sarah Dashness, if I can coin a phrase right now, of your independence artistry at that time? Well, I, I had no idea what I was going to do at the onset of the breakup of the group. There were a lot of people around and many scattered some wanted to see, some wanted to, you know, uh, in retrospect, when I look back, I know I recognize the ones who contributed and who didn't. Um, I was the last one to be signed to a label. I did do a demo, which I'm totally embarrassed by to this day, because mm. when you're singing in a certain place of, um, in, the, in, in a group, you don't have the ability to come forth as a lead singer. Well, my thanks to Don Kirshner and his mm -hmm. team of writers who worked with me on, who signed me, he said it was, he didn't feel it was so fair that Nona and Pat had a recording contract and I didn't. So when I realized that I didn't have one, um, I just took some time and I traveled. I went okay. to the islands. Okay. Uh, my family is from Barbados, where we have a Bayesian background. And I went to I went to Aruba. I traveled to France. I just spent time alone, going to cities that I never had time to spend. Right. And when I came back, Don Kirshner and his wife said, "Okay, enough of this. We got to get you in the studio." Mm -hmm. They worked with me for six months. Mm -hmm. um, learning new songs, new avenues to explore the voice, breaking it down every, I started walking and working out and, you know, trying, I worked with, he had a team of six writers and one would take me into a room, work three days, come back, Donnie said, no, that's not it. Work on another part, that's not it. Uh, Sarah, can you use this part of your voice? You know, and that, was the development of a solo artist. And there's still, uh, Victor, there's still many discoveries because my next project now 
it's another voice. And I'm like, okay, who's in here? But, but that, um, it, was, it wasn't very, at the beginning, it wasn't very comfortable for me. I will admit that. Uh, because when you're in a living in a sea of uncertainty, it's yeah. not easy. Yeah. But by the time Center Man came out, I had the first international hit in the group. So exactly. that song, Disco World, I had no, we really didn't know that I was going to be a disco because I was going to be a disco artist. Because if you listen to the rest of the album, it's yeah. so pop and it's so, it's soulfully pop. But wow. the, I was playing a place down in the village called Reno Sweeney. And Don sent all his writers down the last night to mm -hmm. see me. It was like two nights, but but two writers, uh, Carol and uh, Carol George and Rob Hago, okay. they looked at each other and said, "This little woman is going to go to <laughs> You know, there's a center man somewhere following her. <laughs> and they wrote that song that night. Oh, okay. presented it to me two days later. Yeah, it was like it was made for me. It's the first song I recorded when I did my solo album, and okay. I did it in one take. One take, Sarah, ladies and gentlemen. That's what, that's what they say. That song was done in one take. They oh. were adjusting the sound, and I just started singing because I loved it so much. Yes. And so they were saying, come. They, they kept telling me, keep singing, keep singing. And Don sat there. He said, I thought this would be a three-hour song today. He said, <laughs> we went to lunch and... Came back and worked on We're Lovers After All. And that took forever. David Sanborn, David Sanborn is playing the sax on that. Exactly. Jazz. Yeah, yes. David Sanborn. That's him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. And then the beauty of your independent artistry, you know, I mean, it's purely evident. And Cinnamon is still a, it's, it's a classic. It's an anthem. It's a disco, of course, theme, but the song, the music is an anthem. You to anybody here, Cinnamon, that's it. You and know? it's a Tom so, Moulton, it's a Tom Moulton remix. You know? Oh, Tom. okay. Yes, yes. But you yeah. know what you said, you, when you mentioned the individuality, one of my first, when, when, when it was still LaBelle, mm -hmm. I remember seeing a performance that you all did of Nina Simone's Four Women. Yes, yes. And each of you took your part. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have a chance, go find this uh, live performance of LaBelle. Yeah. You, I believe if I'm not incorrect, you started your- On your Sarah. And your interpretation of that song was incredible. It, it immediately pulls you in. Oh, for the rest you. of the story. And then the way both, all of you all were able to show your individualism through that yes. And then by the end of it, collectively say, now, wait a minute, we we're here the bell, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. That, that was, it's, all of those, you know, I give a lot of credit um, to Vicki Wickham, who uh, eventually became our manager because the Who's management was managing us at first. And Vicki and Vicky didn't feel, you know, that the, the vision wasn't giving us what we needed. We had, we were an organization that was run by all women, mm. attorney, management, and the three of us. Okay. And, and we, we started our own production company because of past experiences. We knew that we had to have total ownership 
So our production company signed us to the record label as opposed to us being signed, getting a penny a piece. <laughs> you know? um, we hired the producers that came from our production arm. We, we started our own publishing company, songs that we've written in. We wrote, we had the production company, the publishing company, and the management company, Take Out Productions, all us. Come on. And um, we began to see yeah. what we were giving away. And it enhanced all of us individually. I mean, we all, when the group split up, we all had some emotional moments. You know, we all had places that we couldn't really go to, didn't know how to come out of, didn't know where to go. Nona had her experience. I had my, Patty had her experience, but because Patty was Patty LaBelle and the name was LaBelle, it made it a lot easier for her because she sang most of the leads. Mm -hmm. But we're, look, I just spoke to her the other day. It was like, we still, gotcha. we still communicate. Last weekend, Nona and I did a show together talking about what it was to be in the group. And we, for Schomburg, we did a special uh, talking about that soul show. So we are always together. We've come back and done some amazing work together. Um, we're unique as a, uh, as a group. And we are really, God has touched us. There is something, Victor, I tell you, we would go into rehearsal and we wouldn't even have to look at each other. We knew what we were going to sing. And someone said to me, because um, I think I discussed this a little bit with you, you're always promoting LaBelle. You're always, so would you call yourself the ambassador for LaBelle? And at, at first it hit me in my gut as, what are they trying to say? And it, then I waited, I paused because it's fair to tell you when to pause. Yes, like you keep the past. I said, you know, that's the best past that I can mm -hmm. really reflect on. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to LaBelle, I have integrity. Come on. I, because that's a work that that's a history that yes. not many people can say they have had okay and i'm proud of that past come on Michelle. you know because i became a singer i became a woman i grew up with these women and they will tell you too except i have a memory that they you know i i, I can tell you next week what you have on <laughs> i can tell you three months from now what i can tell you what uh, wendy had on I can tell you what your wife had on, okay. you know, when she, yeah. when I met her. Yeah. So it's, but I have integrity when it comes to us. Yeah. One for three and three for one. Wow. We have our individual goals and our thrust as one might say, mm -hmm. but we can never walk away from what we were because without LaBelle, none of us would be who we are. Amazing. You know, think about it. It everything started with the group. Yes. And none of us are bigger than LaBelle, if you get what I mean. Yes, yes, we do. Okay, none of us are bigger than that. We became people separately after that. So my integrity, yeah. I you know, I don't want anyone trying to say, Oh, you were better than this. No, I contributed. You know, my contribution, Nona's contribution as a songwriter, right. Patty's voice, my voice, we interpreted her writing, brought those songs to life. 
She gave us something to work with. We all wrote songs. You know, I wrote a song called Peace With Yourself in LaBelle. Okay. If you can't find peace with yourself, how are you going to get it from somebody else? You better say that. You that's, know? That's right. Like losing when you don't have nothing to gain. Yeah. But you got to trust in the power of the holy name. <laughs> oh, Miss Sarah. Yeah. Sarah, you are giving it to us today. So, you know, oh, no, you're giving it to us because you're making, you're bringing this out of you me. Know, I think it's a collective and of, 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 of this positive movement, Miss Sarah. Yes. It's, you know, it, it's always been, and even though, and I knew, even sometimes, like some people have already started saying, oh, well, you can't be positive all the time, Victor. You got, I said, I know that. We, we, you, know, you know, this is another thing too, Victor. Before you hold a grudge, hold a conversation, and then you know what to do. You know, you, you know. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, you, you know, don't need to. It's like, yeah, sort it out, work it out. You work know, out. work it out. You know, I come from parents who were married for fifty something yeah. years. You know how much talking they did, come and on. they stayed together. I got you. With thirteen children. I would have thrown this out of the window somewhere. <laughs> I mean, and, and looking at our grown-up personalities now, yeah. and we go, wow, we came from the same parents. Wow. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But, That's right. you know, it's, but the, the, they, those people held it together. They held it together. My parents held it down, you know, and we're mm -hmm. blessed because they, you know, dad always believed that the, the fruits on your trees is what you leave for your kids. You know, yeah. they know you by the fruit that you bear. You know, as a result of that, I'm in the home that I'm living in because it's the house I grew up in. Look at that. Look at you that. You know, yeah. and I'm in pandemic times. And he said, the word says, you will feast in the time of famine. You know, I have good friends who are supporting me, who are, you know, um, some days seem cloudy. Like you said, the storm is passing over. Storm is passing over. That's right. Storm is passing over. Yes, yeah. Oh, wait, wait. I thought you were going to give me that last one. I don't know the rest of the words. I just know the melody. Storm is passing over. Hallelujah. Yeah. Storm is passing over. Hallelujah. Storm is passing over. The storm is passing over. Now, wait a minute, y'all. How can we go anywhere else after this? You know, Miss Miss Sarah, I just have to thank you again for taking your time today, for coming on and giving us all of this, all of the Sarah Dashness that we need in this world today. You gave it to us personally. Once again, you fed our souls. We thank you for being a part of the soundtrack of our lives, Miss Sarah. Thank you so much. For your journey that 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 is not just musical, which is so paramount and so powerful, but your work as a woman. 
your work as a black woman, your, your, your spirit and what you've given to the community and still giving to the community, the way that you're giving back to our younger artists, the way that you're coming back with not even, not just in your own town of Trenton, New Jersey, but you're giving it all over the world, Miss Sarah. And it's from the heart, from myself, my producers, my, 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 our positivity posse that's steadily lining up on this right now around the world. You mean so much to us, and we hope that you will always remember how much you've given to us and what it has given to us, and we hope we can give it back to you in whatever way we can. Thank you for being here, Miss Sarah. Thank You're you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yes, Thank you. May God continue to bless you tremendously. Thank you. Tremendously. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it today. Direct from the one and only legendary icon herself, Miss Sarah Dash. Uh, as you know, y'all, I, I, I <laughs> oh my goodness. I've got so much, like so many of you I see on this lineup right now. Bobby Wilson, what's happening out there in Vegas, my brother? You know, so many uh, things are going through my head on a positive right now. Miss Sarah came today and blessed us. She inspired us. She gave us that positive reminder that there's always something to smile about. We heard a journey. She shared it with us today. We heard the ups and the downs. We heard that like the, the realness that Miss Sarah can't help but give because that's who she is. She, she took us through her journey as a, of growing up and took us through what she went through in high school, took us through the accident that, 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 that put her on pause and then the realism that she learned of those who she thought were on one page but actually were on another, the lessons of life, that journey that kept on moving. You dig what I'm saying? And that's what we pulled today from the, the story of Miss Sarah Dash, the power of Miss Sarah Dash. Positivity Posse, we went over today, but you know what? <laughs> you can't put a time frame on a blessing. You dig? You see what I'm saying? And from what I'm seeing on these comments right now, <laughs> you do dig what I'm saying. So come on back next Sunday, y'all. Every Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Come back to the Victor Brooks Show to get some of this positivity on you. Take a bath in it. Take a shower in it. Scuba dive in it. Hey, if you want to skinny dip in it, just jump in that pool of positivity. Get it all on you. And when you come out, sprinkle it on as many people as you can because that's what it's really all about. I love you, Positivity Posse. And from myself and my co-producers, we thank each and every one of you who take your time to come and join us every Sunday like you do. Trina Petty out there, my sister Trina in St. Louis. Thank you, sister. Salima Nimoy, Charlotte Dash Ruffin, uh, uh, Sheila Tennyson Center. Thank you. Patty Titus and Helena Titus. The list just goes on and on, and it's growing and growing. We love you, and thank you again. We'll see you next time on The Victor Brooks Show.